Superbad Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, <laughs> and with me today is a person who's a thorn in Hulk's side. Mike. Hello. So, um, are you ready to talk about a general? No, sorry, a colonel, not a general. Yeah. Talking, we're talking about a Colonel Glenn Talbert. Oh, of course. Yeah. Famous, uh, famous uh, Hulk villain. I mean, I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you. We can pretty much end the episode here. I mean, everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows. Colonel, Colonel Glenn Talbot. Everyone knows. Yep. So, his name is in his title, Glenn Talbert. He looks like a white dude. Like, I'm just, he's just a white general looking dude. Like. So, does he look like a white dude because he is a white dude? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That usually does it. Yeah. Um, he was a major, later colonel in the U.S. Air Force. Head of security at Desert, Desert Base, New Mexico. Later, adjunct? 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 But yeah, to uh, General T.E. Thunderbolt Ross. And later commanding officer of Gamma Base, New Mexico. Um, people know about him. He has no criminal record because war crimes are not considered crimes uh, when you're in the military. Hey. And trust me, he committed very many war crimes because of that darn Hulk. <laughs> His birthplace was unrevealed. His place of death was Mount Kuro- uh, Kuroshia, uh, Japan. He's divorced. His relatives. What? Yeah, I know. His his known relatives is Elizabeth Betty Ross Talbert Banner. (laughs) Wife. His father-in-law, who's dead at this point in time, is General Thaddeus E. Thunderbolt Ross. I didn't realize Betty Ross had, like, four last names. Well, I mean, she was a Talbert, now she's a Banner, but I think they got divorced at some point, so I think she's back to Ross. You're telling me in the last 70 years, somebody at Marvel decided the Hulk and his wife should get a divorce? Well, she was also the Red Hulk, and now she's the Harpy, which is like a red, like, monstrosity. So, you know. Would she have been Red She-Hulk, then? Because I know... She was Red She-Hulk. Uh, okay, I thought you said Red Hulk, which I know that um, Thunderbolt Ross is Red Hulk at this point. So I was just well, checking well, he, to make sure. Well, that he I, was because he died recently. Well, yeah, okay, he was. You know, he died. Well, I mean, he's, I mean, well, also, but also, the whole point of the Immortal Hulk is all the gaming rated people. Uh, they don't necessarily die. Uh, they just eventually they get to the green door and come back to life. It's it's. If you if you want some like real good body horror and like intrigue, like read read the Immortal Hulk, like it's hmm. real good. Um, right now the Hulk uh, declared war on capitalism. Is this uh, Bruce Banner Hulk or is this Bruce, something Choi? Bruce Banner is Choi. Okay, no Bruce Banner. Yeah, okay. Armistice Chow. Uh, Chow. Right now is is called Brawn because Ooh. they. I mean, I I don't know. They could have two Hawkeyes running around. I don't know why they can't have two Hulks. But yeah, you know, whatever. He 
you literally say the one that doesn't have war on capitalism right now and is a teenager. <laughs> but but yeah. Um so yeah, he was part of the US Air Force and the Hulkbusters. He first appeared in Tales to Astonish, issue number uh sixty in nineteen sixty four. Now walks the android slash captured at last. And we're going to have to break down this cover a little bit, because it's, it's, a, oh, it's boy. a cover. So this it's is a tell Starring us- Ant-Man also. Well, giant man, but still. Yeah. So so we have, so this is when Tales of Astonish was uh, split between the Hulk and uh, man, a uh, giant man. And there's two stories to this. Uh, now walks the android featuring giant man and capture at last featuring the Hulk. Um, so the top half of this cover is a back, no background. We just have the Hulk looking real surprised that he's like sitting down in a chair that's like wrapped around him now. Mm-hmm. Like just looks real surprised. It just there's some army people just pointing tanks and guns at him. And then we have a giant man who is giant at this point with the, and the wasp is there too. I don't know why they don't mention the wasp. Um, but there's just also just a real big, just a real big android. Now, the thing that I like about the thing that I like about the ant, uh, the giant man one, is they have an arrow pointing to the right to the big android. It says, "See, giant man." Yeah. <laughs> and it could be. And it could be like. And, I, yeah, go ahead. And they're like in like this warehouse thing, and like it almost looks like uh Ant-Man was, like, posing in, like, a sexy way, then realized yeah. midway that he's just like, oh, no, it's, this isn't it. It's very much a combat version of Paint Me Like One of Your French Girls. Yeah, like, he's in the middle of being like, well, I thought we were <laughs> gonna have some fun, but I guess I have to get up now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and also, I wanna just, I wanna discuss the, the breakdowns of these. Well, first of all, I want to discuss how on the comic cover they put Hulk at the top, Ant-Man on the bottom, or Giant-Man on the bottom, and in the description they put Giant-Man at the top and Hulk at the bottom. Yeah, it's just, nothing's consistent. Um, But yeah, we have, but apparently in the Giant-Man story, we have uh, Egghead escapes from prison and builds an oversized android to destroy uh, Giant-Man. He lures Giant-Man and the Wasp into a trap where they're locked in an airtight room. Now the heroes only have one hour to defeat Egghead and his mentally controlled robot, as well as find an escape before they run out of air. And then it's pretty standard Hulk story at this time. Well, I where go ahead. No, sorry, go ahead. Where he where suspicious of Banner, Ross brings in the defense department uh, investigator to tell him while the chameleon in Banner's body. Uh, Banner's indestructible robot continues mm-hmm. to wreak havoc, uh, only, and only the Hulk stands in opposition, but it might cost him the love of his life, Betty, and his freedom. I just love that they just kind of casually throw in, you know, oh, the chameleon slot in Bruce Banner's indestructible robot. Like, you know, he's a scientist. He has an indestructible robot. They all do. Tony's got one. Reed Richards has one. All the science, big science guys have an indestructible robot. I mean, how how else are you supposed to do, like, anything if you yeah. don't have an indestructible robot? 
It's like how they say if you want to like get into show business or entertainment to like create your own opportunities. It's the same way with super heroics. Like if you're a science hero, just create your own indestructible robot. It will go bad eventually. And then you get to fight it. And you, you know, yeah, luckily, you know how they're actually are very destructible. And, yeah, uh, you, you know, know the just one get... like, Oh, well, luckily there's a vent here. Like, yeah. Well, um, so general, well, sorry, not general, sorry. Colonel Glenn Talbert, uh, died in Incredible Hulk issue 260. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, I'm just going to skip through a bunch of stuff. I have a headache and I don't care about this person. I'm also equally give very little shit, so cut as much as you want. So, basically, like, we talked about this in, um, we talked about this in the uh, Thunderbolt Ross episode, General Thunderbolt Ross mm-hmm. episode. But uh, but he basically wanted uh, Betty to marry Talbot because he wanted her to marry an uh, army officer. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, air, or air Force officer. Right, I take your meaning. Yeah, and because, you know, he was a fine military man. Emphasis on the fine. No joking, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so, Talbert was now his adjunct um and continued to help like basically helped him find or just try to destroy the hulk uh which both of them regarded as a menace threat uh, or menace a menace mostly and a I was threat going for the, i was going for the spider-man headline J. Jonah jameson spider-man threat or menace I don't. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the Hulk is like clearly a, a threat and a menace, though. At least or to capitalism these days. Yeah, well, definitely nowadays. He was eventually so uh, Bruce Banner was eventually able to kind of control the Hulk and personality of the Hulk and everything. This is the Gray Hulk days. Betty and him were getting married, but then, well, no, sorry, not Talbert. It was the leader. Uh, used like a gun thing, science gun, to turn him into the. Uh, a savage Hulk again during their wedding. Naturally. Yeah. And, and unfortunately he didn't get to kiss the bride. So it was just null and void at that yeah, point. Yeah. It's not a legal marriage. Everyone knows that. Yeah. It's not a legal marriage. You know, on, you have to on start equalizers, we have a section that we call podcast laws. And so as an expert in podcast law, I, I, that is legally binding. Thinking that uh banner was forever lost to her as a potential husband, you know, Betty, Betty decided to be like, hey, let's go with the second best one. I'll go with what dad wanted me to do. I mean, look, I'm here at the church. I've got the dress. We've got the band. The reception's paid for. We, like, we just need to cross out a couple of names. Yeah. I mean, Banner, Talbot, there's not that many letters to change. Like, you... Yeah. Actually, pretty close, actually. Actually, no, I think they have the same number of le- numbers of letters. See? It's so easy just to go ahead and knock that out. Basically, there's a whole, like, love triangle thing that happened that I don't care about. (laughs) And at some point, with the permission of the Canadian government, General Ross and his Hulkbusters pursued Hulk through Canada into the Arctic. Uh, Ross was taken prisoner by the Gremlin, who was ahead of a secret Soviet base, which was established there. In Canada? Or... In the Arctic. Oh, uh, okay. 
Which, I mean, part of Canada is in the Arctic, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, The general was sent to prison in the Soviet Union. Talbert volunteered to help Ross from the Soviet Union. To help Ross from the Soviet Union. Um, However, although Ross was freed, Talbert himself was shot during the rescue mission and was believed dead. Um, And uh, We know what that means. Yeah, um, there's multiple paragraphs after this, so. And Betty was just like, yo, my husband died, but actually he was still alive, being kept prisoner by the Soviet at Bitterfrost. A, yep, that's how it would be called in in Russian, Bitterfrost. Um, he was actually being held at, like, a Soviet installation in, um, Siberia. A man named uh, Grigory uh, Kronsky was subjected to surgery that made him a double of Talbert. Gremlin used uh, his Cyclone, but that is a PSI clone. Get it? To imprint the memories <laughs> of the um, memories and personality on the Kronsky's mind and those of Kronsky on Talbert's. And then they sent the Russian dude to the U.S. And, however, though, there was a bomb concealed within Kronsky's body. I'm sorry, hold on, just so I'm clear. They made a clone. Or they made a guy look like Talbot. They then did the the brain equivalent of face-off technology. Yeah. And sent the guy who believed he was Talbot back to America with a bomb in him. And not any sort of, let's just wipe Talbot's brain and send him back with a bomb. Well, no, they wanted they, they wanted him to be convincing. Well, yeah, but I mean... Okay, so I'm, I'm just saying, in the Marvel Universe, whenever you have one of your old friends kind of pop up and you're like, I don't know what happened in the last whatever so years or so, like, there's a 70% chance that it's a trap. That's fair. You know, like, you gotta, you know, you gotta go with the people who remember something. And, you know, even if they're lying to you, at least you can kind of deal with it better. You're not blindsided by it as much. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, yeah, he exploded the clone because uh, he was, because he wanted to use the, uh, the body to assassinate the president of the United States, but it turns out that it didn't happen. He blew up a general instead. Which yeah. general? Well, it's not sorry, Colonel Jack D. Arm Brewster. Mm. Um, you know the character we all know and love. Of course, another famous Marvel character. No need to elaborate on them any further. No. Then there is some other stuff where they found. They actually found Talbot in Soviet and one Soviet Siberia. Siberia. And, but to be clear, Talbot believing he was this Russian man because of the cyclone. Well, I mean, yeah, there's some stuff happened after that. Blah 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 blah. So he eventually goes to chase uh the Hulk and they go to Japan in Mount Kur- uh Kuroishi. And an active volcano, and he la- he launched like a massive onslaught against the Hulk, 
uh, using a war wagon, immense, powerful, uh, powerful arsenal of weaponry, and it triggered an earthquake which reactivated the volcano. During the fight, um, Talbot wore a in no in in helmet. Which, okay, they could have just set a helmet that allows them to take mental control of the war wagon. Um, but why would they ever do that? I don't know. They could have, or that helmet that, I don't know. They don't go in that much detail most of the time. Um, and he bombarded, like, the Hulk with intense psionic beams, causing the monster uh, tremendous pain. The Hulk then struck the mountain so hard that the cone was shattered. And a torrent of lava and ash and superheated air struck the converted, uh, the struck and covered the hovering war wagon. The heat and force thus struck the war wagon, uh, causing an uh, electrical overload in the system, which traveled back through the helmet and incinerating Talbot's brain. He died immediately after, uh, with no one to control the war wagon. It, crash into the earth and then the Hulk like suffered no permanent injuries and then the Talbot like failed to stop the Hulk a final time this time the price was his own life he sure did exist he did a thing and did, failed at what everyone else did to the Hulk in the US military for some time he existed and then he didn't yep is he alive again do we know uh, he came back very briefly during the Chaos War, which actually brought back a bunch of uh, people in Alpha Flight, which is the reason why we don't have, which is the reason why we have, like, a lot of people back. But he was put back to rest again at some point. Like, he didn't really do anything. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's it. Fair enough. That's it. I don't want to do my plugs. That's fine. I'm just going to throw out, I do a podcast. It's called Equalizers. You can check it out online wherever we're at E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Uh, this is, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight and, um, uh, bye. Justice has been served, though. Eh, bye. <laughs>